What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back with Vershawn Jackson. Sponsored by Wingstop. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. It's the captain, www.wingstop.com, brought to you by Chicken Sandwiches. Oh, I said that wrong, huh? Chicken Sandwiches brought to you by Wingstop. Yeah. 93.7 a ticket. I'm just simply saying, look, I'm not ready to crown them. I'm not. I, 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 I'm going to say it. I will never give my predictions. I thought we got better. And to me, that's enough. The fact that we got better at playing football is enough. You know, I, I believe that Mickey's going to continue to do what he's doing. And I think that, you know, I know that that uh, Trev, if he continues on the uphill uh, trajectory that he's on, I know Trev will take care of him in the long run. I'm just simply saying it just seems far-fetched that a lot of people that I ask, well, what do you think the, our record would have been if we kept Scott around? And they all tell me maybe one game. You know what I mean? And we got an opportunity still because we, we, we're 2-0 now with Mickey really at the helm. We got an opportunity to win the next six. Well, with three and two and one and big, big ten, that's what matters. So, yeah, but I mean, that's that's what I mean. That's why I'm in, intrigued by the next couple of weeks because the schedule is going to get. You don't have to wait till the end of the season to see um, if you need to compete for the division. I mean, if Nebraska beats Purdue, they're in it. I mean, we're kind of all doing the fake. Hey, we're on top of the Big Ten West, but don't really believe it well, thing. But if you beat Purdue, you're in the mix. Indiana beat Illinois, so you know it just. Yeah. That gives us a heads-up game if we can just go in there and just – because, you know, these teams are not great football teams. They're, no. they're, they're mediocre football teams. You know, n- nothing great about Purdue sticks out. You know, that you don't see their highlights on ESPN like that. If that was the case, they'll, they'll be number one and number two. But, but you know, these are winnable games. You know, I don't, you know all of them are winnable probably. You know, and I, I was – you know, if 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 you can build a team confidence up good, I mean, you can go in there and play against Michigan. I mean, I don't think they're all – I mean, they're not all that. I mean, I don't – they don't have too many weak spots that I, I see, though, but they still – any team is beatable on any given Saturday, though. 9-6, Purdue, Iowa. That was the score. That was yeah. awesome. 9-6. <laughs> Five field goals. 9-6. Yeah. Now, we have got to be able to score some points against these teams that can't score point to first. We got to. Well, that's the 14-13 game. I mean, that's that's the Big Ten game. That's you score the, points. You're preparing for yourself for some of these teams. Yeah. I think four, 14 points would have beat both of those teams. That's what I'm saying. So, I'm with 9-6. to six. That gives me hope that Purdue's not that good. Or that's Purdue. Not that they're not that good. They're beatable. Iowa's beatable. Wisconsin's beatable. Michigan is beatable. Yeah, they're playing with Indiana to the third quarter. I'm just saying. Okay, so 4746 says this. 
The head coaching chatter is getting ridiculous. We have, a, we have a head coach. We have a head coach. That is it, and vastly improved this program in a very short time. The man deserves a chance without all the chatter. He is doing everything that has been asked of the, uh, of the last four head coaches, and he is only one. He is the only one that has truly shown vast improvement. Yeah. Again, I, you get that. I, that's not fair to Bo Pelini. I mean, you could say that about Mike Riley and and and, and Scott Cross, I suppose. But that that I don't like the when people just kind of throw Mike Bo Pelini in with the rest of these guys. He had a a great program, top five at times. Um, obviously, never won the Big Ten, Big Twelve championship, but this is a consistent top twenty five team. This team's not that. Well, right what now. he said was vast improvement, though. Yeah, well, he if you took come over. In, if you come in as a nine, ten, okay, yeah, yeah, he took over point. for a five and seven program man, and won nine or ten games for seven straight years. Yeah, Bo Pelini, this ten years old man. We we moving on to the future now. We gotta <laughs> we gotta stop bringing up the old coaches and what they used to do and just well, look just, forward to what we got now. You know, we got a coach here now that's that's that that's wants to bring Nebraska back to the early days. We got a coach here that brings a hey, cut his mic. Okay. <laughs> Turns mic off. Okay. Turns mic off. Your mic, Terrell. Because you're over here smacking. I'm not smacking. I ain't got nothing in my mouth. Don't he bot? I talk like Nick. That's how, <laughs> anybody. That's how Nick talks. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we got to <laughs> Nick Saban talk like that, yeah. smacking. You got them starburst. I... <laughs> this dude right here, man. <laughs> Hey, Breezy Scott, that is not a fair question, sir. That's that's. I mean, come on, man. Common sense will tell you that Mickey wants to be the next head coach, um, if 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 available. Uh, TC says this: if we do get a splash hire, I can't imagine the coach keeps anyone. But but again, if you really look at the contract, I think in the contract it says that if they hire another coach, Mickey would be retained as the associate head coach and receivers coach. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't think you would force the next head coach to do that. And then the other thing is Mickey could be getting to a point where he's almost a threat. <laughs> if, you, if you hire somebody else and keep him on board, then people are going to be saying, we, we should have taken my, you know, put Mickey in charge, put me, you know, so. Well, you could, can't you, don't you think you could be able to say, okay, if you, if you just did it now and say, okay, well, we, we, we want to get Mickey. We want to retain him for the next couple of years, at least give him a two year deal. Include this year. We'll give you this year and next year. Mm. See what you do. We'll give you a two-year deal. After a two-year deal, we'll give you a long-term deal. At least he's, he feels confident to know that he didn't have search firm behind him looking for any coach that they can find that's worth $5 million. Listen, what if Michigan State loses the next year? What if they lose? What if Michigan State doesn't Keeps win a losing, game? Yeah. Now, think about that payoff. How much they got to pay Jimbo Fisher? I, if they cut him today, I think it'd be eighty-five million. Really? Yeah. That's what we want to get back into. We've already we've already shelling out sixty million dollars, or a little bit less. I don't know what the exact. Number. Do you think Terrell answers to? Do you think that Mick, if Mickey was the head coach at the start of the season, him and Bill Bush, what would our record be? Five and one. Mm. Five and one. I'm, I'm in agreement with that. I, and and then again. The way Oklahoma's playing, we could have been 6-0. and Could be. Oklahoma hasn't proved anything. They have been blown out. So you're telling me Texas is that much better than us then, huh? They they beat the brakes off of Oklahoma. Well, Texas played Alabama tough, so, 
you know, and hey, Texas is a solid group. I yeah, they're not ranked, but they're 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 solid enough. To they're be ranked us. now. Yeah. Uh, this is a good question. Four three forty three eleven says, if Scott Frost is so bad, what is the difference now than when he was at coaching UCF? At UCF, was it more responsibility? Was it pressure? Or the players, or just better at UCF? No, it was the players at UCF. That that first of all, that was Bill. Um, I can't think of the old Georgia Tech coach. Oh, George O'Leary. Yeah. George O'Leary. That was his team. You know, the people could say they went two and five one year, but the year before that, they went eleven and one or ten and two. So they had one bad year, one good year, one bad year, and then they hired Scott. And those players was already great. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, just he probably threw some wrinkles in his offense. You know, I don't know if Shenander came with him then or was already there, but the, the, that Central Florida team had pure athletes, something that w- we probably don't have right at the moment, but we can't get obtain them, though. Well, that's the difference is you have a different philosophy. The same philosophy that worked at UCF as far as offensive philosophy will not, as we've seen, will not, won't work at Nebraska in the Big Ten. just doesn't work yeah. like that. Well, and then, I mean, the other thing, though, I mean, you, you had Mackenzie Milton. That guy, before he got injured, was two seasons uh, with, with Frost. And then the, the, the following year with Josh Heupel, now great at ten, Tennessee, um, is a top 10 Heisman Trophy contender. I mean, you've and then you've got NFL guys littered all around the field when you're going up against other American teams that don't have it. And then the other thing is, and, you know, who knows how much this played into it, but we've heard it before. Scott Frost was hungry at that time. Scott Frost was was out there to make his name. Once Scott Frost signs to Nebraska, is he as hungry or does he feel like this is, you know, is he going to, re- feels like I'm going to retire here in 40 years. Well, you got to put in the work in to do it. Mm. 41330 says this, Terrell, you'll get a kick out of this. If Whoopa were the interim coach and doing the same thing, would you be pushing for him like you're pushing for MJ? Well, first of all, Whipple's not in that position. <laughs> so you can't ask a question that's not. Really, facts. I mean, true. It's not relevant. Yeah, it's not relevant. So I'm not going to answer a question for Whipple. Is he's still the offensive coordinator? And you know, people got to understand about Whipple. I think Whipple's probably on his last year of coaching. You know, he's getting up there. And everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the Fileo Fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. You know, he probably he got some kind of issue. So, you know, you know, right now it's MJ talk. We're not talking about Whipple. Whipple's still on the coaching staff. But if you want me to ask a question about the offensive coordinator, I will. I think if, if Trev wanted – if if – if Trev wanted to put Whipple in that position, he would have. Yeah, who wants And then if, if, if Whipple would have been in that position and he'd been doing the exact same thing, guess what I would have done? Got on the bandwagon. There'd be talk about Period. it. Period. Whipple ball. It doesn't matter. It'd been Whipple ball all over the place. But right now, Mickey Joseph is doing that, not Whipple. Whipple's a part of the whole thing. Like, Mickey is a part of it. They're, they're, listen, the entire staff is doing an awesome job of willing these young men to be different. Willing these young men to know the ABCs of football, and I think it's exciting. I think it's it's awesome. We we do have a mic on the on the call line too. I don't know if Nate's still there. You still there, Nate? Nope, Nate's nope, not. Nate, no, Nate's gone. 
Let's go to Mike. Mike, you on the captain show. What say you? Uh, you know, you guys are probably blasty, but I want to say I was I was not for Scott Frost when he got hired. I didn't think his resume made him deserving of the job, and I thought his assistant coaches really didn't have the resume to be coaching in the Big Ten. So I was not for him, and it was an unmitigated disaster. But it just seems like in this state – and it started with Solich and to Callahan and to Pelini and to Riley and now Frost. Once they're gone, oh, man, they were despicable human beings. They were worthless. And there's no doubt Frost did a terrible job. But to sit here and say, well, he didn't get this kid or that kid, you know, I can name several Tom Osborne didn't get. And if you remember when he got hired, right away he went into Omaha and he got all top five kids from Nebraska that year that Nebraska had very little chance to get till he got here. And the, and the coaches were saying, wow, we haven't seen anyone. I forget, I think it was Matt Terman said, I haven't seen anyone in my school from Nebraska since, um, oh, who was it, Solich. And so, you know, to, to sit here and say, yeah, he made mistakes. He was slow to get that kid from Fremont Bergen. Um, but I don't know that that's fair. And now we're saying, well, he didn't work hard, and maybe that's true, maybe it isn't. But I can remember when he flew out, when he still had the job at UCF, he flew after practice to the West Coast, visited with Adrian Martinez, and flew back that night and was puking in the garbage can for practice the next day. So now we're just acting like he was just sitting around drinking beer, doing nothing. And I, I don't know that that's fair, and I think we need to just move on, quit talking about him. We've done it for every coach that ever left. It was a failure, no doubt. But, hey, it's over. Let's look forward. Thanks a lot. Appreciate that, Mike. Um, yeah, I mean, I appreciate that, Mike. I, I, I think at the end of the day, uh, Scott's record and what he did on the football field preceded him. You know, it's not. I mean, I, and I and I think the fact that we've fallen off the potato truck in tackling, we've fallen off the potato truck in blocking. Look at the offensive line. Scott Frost in that whole regimen regime is the reason why we're in the position that we're in because we didn't recruit well, did we? Why did we lost? Did we? We lost fifty six recruits in the transfer portal. Those are guys that we went. You you you're right who Scott flew across the country to go get. Matter of fact, the guy that you're talking about that he flew across the country to go get, we lost him too, yep. who's over at K-State. And they're actually ranked. We're talking about the same Martinez who's getting coached up at at, at Kansas State. Who? How many picks does he have? Zero. Oh, Not one. wait a minute. Wait a minute. What do we attest that to? What do we attest that to? Maybe coaching put him in the in the right positions. I would think so. And I and I get it too. I mean, I understand. And there and there should still be Scott Frost supporters for what he did as a player. Um, and you can say what you want about him as a, as hiring him. I'll tell you this: I'll hire just about any national coach of the year. I mean, that makes a lot of sense. I mean, you got, obviously got to do a little bit of more homework, but that's a heck of a resume to come in. Might might have been small, but I don't think that that Nebraska should pass on the next. You know, former player that's a coach of the year just because Scott Frost didn't work out. Um, but to say that we shouldn't talk about him anymore, is the, it, this is literally the team that, that Mickey inherited from. I mean, he's part of what this program is. Every one of those guys is recruited under Scott Frost. 
it's still it's still very much a part of what's going on here. So he's going to be continued to be talked about, and and as well he should be. I don't know I don't know how you could just uh, 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 you know out of respect just not mention his name. By the way, also uh, visited Arizona State this weekend. Uh, or this past week, and Arizona State got a big victory. So maybe the Scott Frost factor works outside of Lincoln. Well, Arizona State is a great place for Scott Frost. You remember that? Yeah. When was the last time he returned to Arizona State? It's funny he should go back to Arizona State. Yeah. Team oh. to zero, huh? Oh, okay. So anyway, I mean, I get it, but I, I just like talking about Scott Frost and the things that he didn't do and the things he did. As a player, perfect. Kudos. Without him as, as a quarterback, will we have probably won a championship? I don't know. Who knows? Frankie London was a pretty doggone good backup. You know, I'm not saying that he would have been a Scott Frost type, but we only can go off Scott Frost's record, and his record is 16-31, and 31, period. His record this year, it speaks for itself. And I'm saying that you got to take your hat off to a guy who uses the same team and wins. The same kids. The and, same kids. And go out there and win. And win. If that's not speaking of coaching, that's, you know <laughs> – Bang your head on the wall some more and talk. <laughs> and win. Yeah. Uh, okay, so uh, 0563 says, if we don't give out the black shirts, can we at least wear the away black shirt alternate uniforms for the Purdue gun? Absolutely not. not. No. <laughs> I will not put my black shirts on display for y'all. To... <laughs> Last time that happened, no. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, 7482 says, Bot, you got to stick to one name because VJ still can't remember your name. Oh, okay. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so, no, I can go switch names. Huh? I like switching names. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes it's Jake. Yeah. Sometimes it's Nate. Sometimes it's Coven. Sometimes it's Bako. Bakovan. Yeah. Said it right. Yeah, that's right. Just saying. Should just have it like I got it in my phone. Bok 93.7. <laughs> VJ, I agree that Mickey and the staff need paid. I think Mickey is the guy, but Trev needs to make a decision soon for Mickey's sake, as well as recruiting, retaining current high-level contributors. I'm just saying the, the more Mickey wins, the harder it's going to be and the more money you're going to have to pay. Because when Georgia Tech, if Georgia Tech comes, Colorado, Colorado, Arizona State, all these other teams, when they start coming around, now all of us and, and they start courting them, it's the exact same thing that we did under Scott Frost. We wait to the last minute to court these players, and then we mad because we waited to the end game, to the ninth hour, and Texas A&M came at the first hour and offered them, and now we mad because they didn't want to come to Nebraska? Well, you didn't court them right. You didn't let them know that they we're, we're, we're proud of you. You're in the state, and even if you don't come to Nebraska, we think you're a hell of a player. That's the kind of coaching, that's the kind of leadership that we got to have in that position that will bring the state together, not continue to divide us all. We're as divided as as we've been, and we're winning games. That's my point. We're winning games, and we're still divided. We don't know what we want. We're confused. We thought that 12 and 30 or 15 and 31 looked good. We thought that we were close. We thought that don't give up on this team. We're almost there. We got lied to. We've been bamboozled. We've been hoodwinked. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Dusty. Hey, Joe, JP, Breezy, Kelsey, Chase B, Paul, uh, uh, 9256, 
and just all you guys, man. I, I apologize we couldn't get to you, but uh, we will next time. You got anything? Nope. You good? Time to go home. <laughs> Bach, you got anything? Yeah, take a water cooler coming up next. The water cooler. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's the captain on the ticket. Remember, go big red and and let's stay behind our football team. We got a big team. We got a big team coming up here in Purdue. So on the road, we gotta win. 93.7 the ticket. See you tomorrow.